Hey there, workplace warriors. If you are looking to build profitable, lifelong relationships, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Do This, Sell More podcast, where you can make more money than you ever imagined and still get home in time for dinner. Don't miss out on expert tips and strategies from best-selling author Dave Lorenzo and his high-performing guests. The formula is easy. Listen and take action. In other words, do this, sell more. Now here's your host, the master of relationship sales strategy himself, Dave Lorenzo. Can asking questions really be the answer to closing more deals? You bet it can. And here are the six questions you need to ask if you want to close more deals starting right now. Hi, it's Dave Lorenzo. Welcome to another edition of the Dave Lorenzo Daily. Today we're talking about closing more deals and there are six questions that can lead up to and help you immediately close more deals. And I'm gonna go over those six questions with you today. If this is the first time we're meeting, I am here every day. My name is Dave Lorenzo. This channel is the Dave Lorenzo Daily, and we're here every day with great sales information for you. I want you to stop back by here as often as you can because we help you make more money and get home on time for dinner every night. In order to make sure that you're notified whenever we upload new content, I'm asking you to do me a favor and please subscribe to the channel, hit the subscribe button, and ring the notification bell so that you're notified when we go live and when we upload more great new information. Thanks for joining me and let's get into the six questions that will help you close more sales deals right now. Question number one. This is the question that you ask the minute you walk into the meeting room. You sit down, you exchange pleasantries, you build up a little rapport, and then you say, Mr. New Client, what were you hoping I could do for you? What are you hoping I could do for you? This is the best way to start a meeting because it allows the client to begin talking. In any conversation, whether it be a sales conversation or a conversation between two people who are friends, the person who does the talking is always going to feel better about the interaction and you want your client to feel great. You want your client to feel comfortable. So when you walk in the room, you shake hands, you say, thanks for inviting me in, how are you? How's your week going? Tell me, what were you hoping I could do for you? This is money in the bank because it immediately gets the client to reveal their agenda. It gets them to help you help them. When they fill you in on what they're looking to accomplish in this meeting, they're giving you a roadmap to how you can sell them because they're telling you what's valuable to them and when you provide value, you develop relationships, and when you develop relationships, you close more deals. Question number two. As you get into the conversation, if the client has not revealed to you specifically what they're looking to solve, if they have an issue, what problem they're looking to solve, or if they haven't revealed to you what goal they're looking to achieve, you need to find this out because that's where the value really lies. When you listen to other people who talk about sales, they talk about revealing where the client feels pain and helping to take the pain away. I'm not so big on exacerbating a client's pain. What I am big on is delivering value and the points of value are in solving problems or removing issues that are weighing heavily on the mind of the client or helping the client achieve a goal. So when you say to the client, if you could change one thing one thing about your current situation, 
what would it be? The client will reveal to you the thing that's keeping them awake at night. The client's going to reveal to you the big issue that they want help in resolving. The client's going to reveal to you that goal they want to achieve. So that's question number two. If you could change one thing about your business, what would it be? If you could change one thing about your current situation, what would it be? When you get them to tell you what that is, you're on the road to helping them solve problems, you're on the road to helping them achieve goals, and that's delivering value, that's developing a relationship, that's sales. Question number three, how much is this situation costing you? The reason this is so important is because it allows you to deliver a return on investment for your service. When the client has an issue and it's costing them money, and you can take that issue away, or you can provide a solution for them, you then become valuable in that moment and in solving future problems or anticipating future problems. So the short term, you provide value and they want you to be near them. They want you to have a relationship with them. After you solve that current situation, you talk about how to prevent situations like that from occurring in the future, you're even more valuable. So when you talk to them about how much the situation is costing, you're helping them with a return on investment, and you're helping them understand that the value you provide exceeds what they will invest in you. This is a critical element, especially in business-to-business -business sales. Now, if you're helping the client achieve a goal, that goal is worth something to the client. So if you're helping the client, let's say, acquire another business, or you're helping the client recruit an individual to come into their company, every day they don't have that business in place, they're losing money. Every day they don't have the individual on board, they're losing money. Achieving a goal, also helps them because it allows them to realize more value. And when you do that, you're also developing a relationship. So how much is this current situation costing you is a critical question to answer. And that's question number three. Question number four, why is now the right time to make a change? This question speaks to urgency and you have to get the client to surface the urgency themselves. You can't create the urgency for them. You have to get the client to surface the urgency. So when you say, why is now the right time to make a change? They could have solved this problem themselves or brought someone in to solve this problem weeks ago, months ago, or maybe even years ago. They're choosing now for a reason. You need to find out what that reason is and you need to make sure you leverage that reason when it's time to ask them to close the deal. That speaks to urgency. So why is now the right time? When they answer, they're telling you why they have to close the deal now. That's where the urgency comes in. Why is now the right time to make a change? That's question number four. Question number five. Who else do we need to involve in this process? When you walk into a company to sell something, there's always a process in place. Sometimes it's just you and the CEO, and the CEO will make a decision. Sometimes it's you and a committee, and there's two members of the committee there the first time you meet with them, there's one member of the committee there the second meeting, they're all there for the third meeting. You need to know who has to be involved in the process right from the beginning. So when you begin to discuss how you can help them, 
they will say to you, here's what we're going to do, and they'll lay out the next steps for you. If they don't lay out the next steps, you ask what the next steps are. When they tell you what the process is going to be like, and I promise you they will tell you what the process will be like before they let you out of the room, you say, you know, by the way, is there anyone else we need to involve in this process? Because sometimes, uh, even if you're talking to the CEO, sometimes the CEO takes counsel from the CFO. Is there somebody else that we should be meeting with to make sure that they're on board with the decision that we're going to make? When you ask this question, you have to be very careful not to exclude anyone, and you have to be very careful to make sure that you don't make the person you're speaking with feel like they're not important. So the way I do it is I say, who else do we need to involve in this process? And then when they look at you, you say, I know that you're the decision maker, but sometimes people take counsel from other folks within the organization. Is there anyone that you trust that you want me to speak to to get them on board with our program? Remember, our program. You're including the person always. You don't tell the person, I don't think you have decision-making authority. You say, this is our program. Let me help you sell this internally. You include the person and you say, who else do we need to involve in this process? Very important so that you're not surprised at the last minute when they tell you that Mr. Jones couldn't make the decision by himself. He needed to have the CFO involved and the CFO says, there's just no budget. You need to know that up front. That's why you ask this question in the very first meeting. Question number six, what's next or how would you like to proceed? Either one of these questions will do. When you're finished answering all their questions, you're finished asking all of your questions, you say, what's next? And they'll tell you, well, we need to look at three other people or they'll tell you, well, we're gonna meet and make a decision. That will allow you to ask for the business. But when you say what's next, they will tell you oftentimes when, what their decision-making process is like and when they're gonna make the decision. So when you say to them, how would you like to proceed? You're not saying, hey, I'm desperate, I really need your business. What you're saying is, tell me what we're gonna do next. And then you hold them accountable to what they've answered in that question so that you know how the process will unfold. What's next? How would you like to proceed? And until the deal closes, you keep asking, how would you like to proceed? What I like to do at the end of any meeting where the client has said, we really like what we've heard, I like to look at them and I like to say, what's next? And they'll tell me and I'll say, okay, let's meet again in, and I give them a date, usually a week out. Let's meet again next Wednesday and we can decide how we can move forward together. And if the client says, Sure, we can meet next Wednesday, then I know I have an appointment. If the client says, well, Dave, we've got more to do, then I can follow up and say, well, what do you need from me in order to make a better decision? So when you say what's next, the client will tell you what their decision process is like, and if they don't, then you say to them, well, how, do, how would you like to proceed? So what's next, how would you like to proceed? That's question number six. Let's review each of these questions again. The six questions that close sales deals, question one, what are you hoping I could do for you? Question two, if you could change one thing about your current situation, what would it be? Question three, how much is this situation costing you? Question four, why is now the right time to make a change? Question five, who else do we need to involve in this process? And question six, what's next? Or how would you like to proceed? These six questions, 
are powerful and they will help you develop relationships and when you develop relationships, you close deals. I'm Dave Lorenzo and I'm here every day with great sales information just like this. I'll see you right back here tomorrow. But until then, here's hoping you do this and sell more.